I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello and welcome. My name is Andrew, and this is the Houdat Discussion, powered by Overtime Media. And today is August 9th, 2019, and the Saints will take the field tonight against the Minnesota Vikings for the first time since the NOLA no-call back in January. And I am just so pumped. First, I just wanted to say that I am sorry that I didn't get out an episode during the week. I did have one recorded, and I just put it out on the channel on all different all the platforms but during the week i was away and i didn't have good internet connection so i couldn't release the episode and that's why i was a little unactive on twitter as well but now we're just gonna get into it we're gonna have some quick news and then we're just gonna get to preview this game and i just can't wait for it the depth chart for the game was released so now we know the position battles what's going on and we're gonna talk all about it i'm gonna tell you what i want to see from this game from the saints and I just can't wait to get right into it. But first, we are going to get into just one piece of Saints news. And that is that the Saints signed running back Jaquiz Rogers previously with the Falcons and then the Bucks. I like Jaquiz Rogers as kind of that player that, look, the Saints didn't sign Darren Sproles. And I just think that this is a good answer to that. I think Jaquiz does a lot of great things. He's obviously a good pass catcher. He makes guys miss. And he also, he's pretty good between the tackles as well. He can run zone runs as well. And he obviously is a good stretch runner. So he can do those types of things. Very explosive player. He also does kick returns, punt returns, which is also really, really good. I mean, he's overall just a solid player. Last year with Tampa Bay, he did play all 16 games. And he did catch 38 balls, 300 yards. So he can be that third back for the Saints and be very, very good at it. And also become a kick return, punt returner for the Saints. Overall, you just got to say that's great stuff that the Saints will be able to definitely put out onto the field. He was solid last year, and looking at his stats, you got to say that he can come in here and do some really good work. He has nine rushing touchdowns in his career, five receiving touchdowns in his career. He's played for now eight years, so he's been there for a while, which is kind of interesting to me. I mean, his best years were obviously with the Falcons, but... He also had some really good years with the Bucks as well, and then he's done some really good stuff for them, and when looking at it, he can be a player that comes in here and does a really good job. He can come in here, be better than Devin Ozbozku, he can go to the practice squad and be more depth for the Saints, and then you can have a solid running back tandem of Kamara, Jaquiz Rogers, and also Latavius Murray. I'm very happy of what the Saints did here, and he's overall a really solid player, and he's going to be a good addition to the Saints team, and I think he's going to probably show it in training camp. You're going to see him in punt returns, kick returns, all that fun stuff, and also you're probably going to see him with Taysom Hill maybe in the third string tonight, and then I think he's just going to be a solid addition to the Saints team, and overall that third string, and also he's going to be good depth because 
Latavius Murray did get off to a bumpy start. Now he's running really good, but you never know what's going to happen there. And you never know who's going to get injured, especially at the running back position. So overall, really good job by the Saints to bring him in. And I think that they got their running back they wanted. They did sign Rob Kelly, but then they cut him to sign Jaquiz Rogers. So overall, good signing there. And I think that's just really, really good stuff. So now, before we get into a preview of Saints Vikings, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion Podcast. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So welcome back into the Houdat discussion, and now we are going to preview the Saints-Vikings matchup here. We're going to look at the Saints depth chart. First, we're going to show you any of the intriguing matchups and intriguing camp battles that I see from either side, and I think we're just going to get into what I want to see from the Saints team as a whole to finish off this segment but i'm just overall really excited about this game and about this team you're gonna see the saints on the field playing a live game for the first time in a really long time and i just can't wait so i think we should just get right into some analysis of this game and of the depth chart and that's what i'm gonna start with with the saints depth chart and overall very interesting things from many positions on this list first obviously you have to look at nick easton and eric mccoy starting as like the dual starters at center i wonder who's going to get the start of the game but we're going to see right now they're both as the one stringers here and i think that is really interesting because i think that eric mccoy has pulled away with just the coverages that he's able to put up. I know he missed a couple of snaps early in training camp, but now he's in his own. He's doing a really good job, and I think that he's kind of, I'm not going to say light years past Nick Easton, but I like Nick Easton in that role of the Senio Calamente role. I want to see him thrive in that role, not the center role. I think Eric McCoy is much more suited for that role. I think he can be a Ryan Ranchek type of impact here as Ramchak was in 2017. I think McCoy will get the start because I think he does have the upper hand here, but the Saints are not as comfortable as saying that he's the lone starter. They still like Nick Easton in that role, and I think they're comfortable with him in that role, and they want to see more of him before they make McCoy the full starter. So now moving on to other positions, quarterback, as we know, Breeze number one, Bridgewater at the number two, he's going to get most of the playing time tonight, and we'll talk about a lot of him later. So that's going to be really interesting. And then also, Taysom Hill is the third quarterback. We knew that. JT Barrett's not even on the roster. So the Saints will probably run tonight with Hill the second half and then Bridgewater in the first half. So sorry that was flipped, but that's what it's going to be there. Pretty straightforward. Really, other starting news looking at it right now. You have Marcus Davenport. He is 
your starter on the defensive end. I thought that was going to be a big battle with Trey Hendrickson backing him up. Obviously, Cameron Jordan is at the one there. Linebackers of what we expected. And looking at the back end right now, you're looking at Apple, Lattimore. PJ Williams is going to probably be your third with Patrick Robinson. They're in that battle. They're both listed as the third cornerback, so that's really interesting. You have Gardner Johnson. He is going to be your backup strong safety, which is really interesting. And Saquon Hampton, who was completely shown out in training camp this year, he is going to be the triple backup free safety, which to me is really interesting, listed behind Chris Banjo, who's also had a really good training camp. All really good stuff. I guess maybe Patrick Robinson does have the little edge over P.J. Williams because he is listed the backup to Marshawn Lattimore and P.J. Williams is listed as the backup of Eli Apple. So I think that's really going to be the case there. Looking at other players here, you're going to have Wes Horton. He's going to also, he's going to be your fourth defensive end here. He's going to be behind Cameron Jordan. So he's going to get a lot of playing time. I really want to see what he can do. Corbin Kafusi, he is behind Wes Horton, so I thought that was really interesting. But overall, that's what it's looking like from the defensive end. I mean, other players that we're looking at is going to be Malcolm Brown. He's going to be starting right now. And then David Onyemata is going to be the defensive tackle. That three attack while is the one tech, so I think that is really interesting there. Looking at it here, we have Ziggy Hood. He's going to be the third nose tackle there with Sylvester Williams. That's going to be really interesting to watch, especially in the third and fourth quarter. See what they can do. They've both showed out a little bit in training camp. And then also your triple back corners are going to be Ken Crawley, Justin Hardy, and then also Kayvon Webster. All that seems to be good stuff. The starting kick return and punt return is going to be Marcus Sherrills, who the Saints picked up from the Vikings last year. I think that's really interesting. And then they're going to be backed up by Alvin Kamara, and Taysom Hill is also going to be backing up Sherrills. So I think that's going to be really interesting stuff there. We have Rashard Matthews. He's going to be the fourth wide receiver listed behind Ted Ginn. And then also Michael Thomas is going to be obviously your one, Keith Kirkwood your two. And then behind Matthews, we have Simi Cobbs. Traven Durrell, Deontay Harris, Little Humphrey Jordan, and then Cyril Grayson, Emmanuel Butler are also there as well. I'm surprised that Emmanuel Butler isn't higher up on this depth chart, but we'll see what he can do tonight against these Vikings. Fullback, Zach Lines, your starter. That's going to be pretty interesting. Larry Walford is your right guard. Ryan Ramchek is your right tackle on the right side. On the left side, Taron Armstead, Andrews Pete. No surprises there. Backing up Armstead's going to be Michael Ola. And then also Marshall Newhouse. And then looking at the guards, you have Cameron Tom is going to back up Andrews Pete. You have Patrick Omame is also going to back up Andrews Pete. And then also looking at some centers, Ryan Groy is also going to be in there. Cameron Tom, as we said, Will Clapp is going to be your third stringer. And then looking at the other side with the tackles, you're looking at Nate Wozniak is back in there, Michael Ola as well. Now looking over to the tight end, you have obviously Jared Cook as your one, Josh Hill as your two, and then your third is going to be Dan Arnold, not Alazi Mack. He's going to be your fourth there. And then also looking at then Garrett Griffin, and then also Jake Powell are also there, which is very interesting. And also, I forgot to mention, we have Traquan Smith is also going to be backing up Ted Ted Ginn along with Richard Matthews. I think that is also really good stuff. So I think that 
basically covers it for the Saints depth chart. Now we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dads Discussion Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So welcome back into the Houdat discussion. So now we're going to get into some predictions for this game and just overall the battles I want to see and who I'm looking forward to watch here. So first, we're going to start with the quarterback, the most important position. I want to see Teddy Bridgewater. What is he going to do? We really never seen Teddy play besides the one game. So now we're going to see him play probably a half, which I think is going to be really cool, really interesting, and I hope that he thrives. I think he will. He has had an up and down training camp so far. First week was great. Second week was so-so. So now we're going to see what he can do in an actual game. He's thrown some of the best balls out of any Saints quarterback, including Drew Brees. So that is really interesting as well. He had a great training camp last year with the Jets and a great preseason with him and then we traded for him and then he got no playing time until week 17 with the backups he'll be playing with the starters he'll be probably playing with some of the starters from the offensive line and some of the skill position starters and then obviously there's going to be a lot of mixing and matching a lot of bench players a lot of third stringers but we will really see what he can do there he's shown out in some games he's been a little up and down in other games throughout his career i want to see what he can do can he lead the saints when drew Brees retires I think we're going to see it this preseason with a little more clarity than we did last preseason and last season, I really should say, because it wasn't even on our team last preseason. So best thing for the Saints here is for Bridgewater to show out, have a really good preseason, have a really good game today. He's going to probably be with the starter, so that's going to be interesting to see. And he is a starting quarterback because most likely the Vikings won't start Kirk Cousins and we're going to get their actual backup. To me, Teddy Bridgewater is better than a backup. I think he's probably an average QB in this league right now. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see what he can do and really what this whole Saints team can do here against the Vikings tonight. I'm expecting them to win. And I really, just like last preseason, I expect them to win a lot of games because we had a lot of depth. And I think Taysom Hill is better than most third string quarterbacks. I think that when looking at it, Ozbozgu, about Butler, all these players, they're better than the other team's third teamers. So to me, I really expect the Saints to do really well. Another thing I want to see, my second thing I want to see, is really this wide receiver battle. I want to see who's going to really come out on top. Keith Kirkwood, Richard Matthews, Emmanuel Butler, Simi Cobbs. I want to see which one of these guys really shows out in this game and who has a big game, who's beating cornerbacks down the field, who's running good routes. I all want to see that, and I really think that a lot of these guys do have the potential to be on this team and show out on this team. Cyril Grayson, another guy. I want to see what these guys can do. I want to see what Shark and Matthews can do because I think he's a player that is an established player and can do a lot of really good stuff with the Saints team. And I want to see him do really good. I'm a fan of Rashard Matthews. I'm a fan of his last couple years. I was a fan of what he did in Miami. I think he can be a really good player for this team. And I think that he's definitely more established than these other guys. So I think that's going to give him a leg up right away. 
So I think that's really big. I want to see what Keith Kirkwood, can he jump off of last season? Last season, he did have a pretty okay season for his first year undrafted free agent. The Saints got more out of him than I think that a lot of fans thought they would. So that's obviously a big plus. But you want to see even more with him. You want to see him take that next step. Because last year, although he did have a solid year with a team that kind of needed wide receiver help, you definitely want to see more than that. Last year, he only had 13 receptions, 200 yards, and two touchdowns. I think you could see him do more. And I think that starts in this game right here. I think you can see more from him. I think you're also going to look for for Simi Cobbs, Emmanuel Butler, for all these guys to have just big, big games. And I think probably one of them is going to stick and have a really big game. And we're here for predictions. We're here for analysis. So I'm going to give you that. And I think my big game, I think... I think Simi Cobbs is going to have a big game. Either Simi Cobbs or Rashard Matthews, as I said. But one of the undrafted free agents, I think Rashard Matthews, he can have a big game. But one of the undrafted free agent young guys, I'm going to go with Simi Cobbs. I think he's a player. He's going to come up in here. He's going to probably be with the second and third teams. I think he's going to get a lot of looks. And I think he's going to be a solid player here. And I think he could do some really, really good stuff. Also, you really want to see from those speedsters. I want the Saints to have some speed. So, Let's see if these wide receivers can get more speed. That starts today when we see them in games. I want to see what these guys, can they get a lot of separation for Bridgewater and Taysom Hill and maybe even Drew Brees if he plays a little bit. But I just feel like right now when looking at this wide receiver core, I want to see a guy shine, hit a deep ball, do what he's got to do. I want to see Traquan Smith have a big game. He had a big preseason last year, and I want to see that continue because he had, a, I'm not going to say disappointing last season, but he definitely was below expectations. So now let's see, I want to see him build off Uh, not so good year and take the next step that's really what it's all about and I think it starts here next kind of prediction I want to see I want to see these tight ends play I want to see Elazi Mack a lot of hype has been around him lately and I want to see what he can do I want to see him have a big game and I want to see if Dan Arnold got better I think that is really big for the Saints I mean overall that's huge Running backs, I want to see what Quiz Rogers can do with Dwayne Washington, Devin Ozbozgu. Those are the three guys. One of those three is going to make the team. The other two won't. So I think we'll get a more clarity on that as well. On to the defense. You obviously want to see Marcus Davenport have a big game. He was really good in the first eight games, nine games. He had like four and a half sacks in nine games. And then he did nothing really <laughs> past that. He got hurt and then he did nothing really sacks wise. He had a good, he was good against the rush. And that was because some of his explosion was gone. I really do believe that. And let's see what he can do here. He really haven't really called his name in training camp. Now let's see what he can do in the preseason. Can he beat the tackles off the edges? Can he bend the edge? Can he use some more moves? Can he learn from Cameron Jordan like he did? Can he have a big jump just like Cameron Jordan did after his first year? That's all going to be what I want to see. He's a player that can come up in here, do some really good stuff, but he really hasn't showed it yet. I'm going to see Davenport do some really good things. He last year was great with his power moves and stuff like that, but now I think you need to see more finesse. You want to see where his hands are placed in the right place. You want to see all that stuff. You want to see him bend the edge more, and then also you want to see him stop the run just as good as he did last year, and he's your starter. So look, the Saints moved up a lot to get him, so now he's got to come through and be really good. I want to see what Trey Hendrickson can do. I mean, he's playing for basically his career with the Saints right here. That He can easily be cut at the end of this training camp here in this preseason, but he showed out. He's had a really good training camp. He had a three-sack day. He had a few double-sack days. He's been 
solid, really solid. So I want to see more from him and what he can do in the preseason. Maybe he can pull up a sack tonight. That would be really big for his stock. I kind of want to see more from Wes Horton as kind of that Alex Okafor type player. Maybe not him, maybe more of a George Johnson type player, but I want to see a little from him. And then obviously you're looking at some young guys that really have that untapped potential who we really haven't seen that much yet from Corvin Kofusi, Colton Jumper, and guys like that. Porter Gustin is also a player I want to see, kind of from the undrafted free agents from the defensive line. And then if Cam Jordan plays, you obviously want to see some of that. When you're looking at the interior, I think this is a really good group for the Saints. David Onyemata and Malcolm Brown is a solid tandem with one tech and three tech. And then your backups, Mario Edwards and Taylor Stallworth, to me, is also could be two starters. They're really good. And I really like what I've seen from Mario Edwards in training camp. He's done a really good job, and he definitely has that competitive edge. Linebackers. You kind of see more of the same here. Nothing really to really to predict and stuff. Caden Ellis, I think he's going to have a big game. He's just a playmaker, and he's going to come up in here and probably do a really good job. He reminds me a lot of that Stupar-type player that he's going to be a linebacker that makes plays on special teams and then in the preseason just shows out and makes plays overall. And then also the starters, no changes, no surprises, and really there's that means no predictions from the linebackers. And then one prediction I'm going to make in the back end is that we're going to see Patrick Robinson show out. He was the Saints' best cornerback when he got hurt, and I think that he's going to continue that going into 2019. I think he's going to have a really good day. I think Johnson, I think he can have an up-and-down day. He can be on this team and do some really good work, Gardner Johnson, but I think he's definitely a little raw and needs to learn a little more. But we'll see what happens. I think he could definitely be an impact player as during this game, and I think that's going to be really good. I'm expecting Saquon Hampton to show out just like he's done in training camp. You know, he was in a top, he was in the top 70 for the Saints draft order here in the draft and their predictions for the draft, and he's shown out like that so far. He's been really good, really surprising for me. And the Saints usually, when they don't pick a player that is a position of need, and they pick a player that they already have a lot of, like, safety with Saquon Hampton, it's because they know he's going to be a good player. And I think that's really interesting that they picked him. And I think overall, it's really good stuff from him. And then, obviously, the cornerbacks. You just want to see that these guys are up and at him, doing some really good work, battling, and keeping the scoring down for the Vikings. Overall, to me, that is some really, really good stuff. And I think that this team, you can go up in here and see a lot of good things. I think I'm expecting a lot of good things here for the Saints. I mean, when looking at it, the special teams will also basically be the same. Thomas Morstead, Will Lutz, Zach Wood, and Marcus Sherrills from the kick returners. I kind of want to see the kick returning battle a little bit, but overall, I'm fine with it. Really good stuff there. Looking at the Vikings roster real quick, probably... Cousins is not going to start, so we're going to see their backup, Kyle Slaughter here. Sean Mannon is probably a player we'll see. Jake Browning. Those are the types of guys we will be seeing. Probably not a lot of Kirk Cousins. Then, also, probably not a lot of Dalvin Cook, so we'll see Alexander Madison, Mike Boone, Amir Abdul. I think that's going to be an interesting player to see. And Diggs and Thielen probably won't play a lot either, so you're looking at Laquan Treadwell. And really the interesting player overall that I want to see from the Vikings is Irv Smith Jr. I want the Saints to pick him up. And in the draft, and they ended up letting him drop, and the Vikings picked him up. So I think that's also going to be a player of interest there. And on the defense, you will probably won't see Daniel Hunter, Linval Joseph, Everson Griffin, Eric Hendricks, Anthony Barr, those types of players. Harrison Smith, you may not see a lot of Xavier Rhodes, maybe a little bit, but overall, you're going to see more players like Jaleel Johnson, Tayshawn Browner, Jalen Holmes. 
Kentrell Brothers, Eric Wilson, Marcus Epps, Mike Hughes, those types of players you're probably going to see a little more, and you're going to hear that name called. So I think overall, really interesting stuff there from the Vikings. Obviously, I think they put this Vikings game first. Is It's going to be a home, not a homecoming for Teddy Bridgewater because the game's in New Orleans, but that he will see his old team. I think that is a really good storyline here because Bridgewater probably will get a lot of playing time in this game. So he should be able to show the Vikings what he did wrong. And I think that's really going to be the main storyline from this game. I think that's all we really got to look at. And then really the storylines, I really went through them. And I know this is not our regular schedule as we usually do the storylines and the position preview, but really you can't do a position preview with grades here because and what like what you expect which team's going to be better because really we're not going to be grading on the Vikings backups versus the Saints backups. I mean that's not really which side has the upper edge and I think the Saints have the upper edge at most positions anyway with depth-wise and stuff like that, because I think the Saints have probably the biggest depth in the NFL, so that's obviously really big. But if I'm looking at those storylines, I really showed a lot of them. You want to see Teddy Bridgewater. You want to see how the wide receivers stack out. You want to see how the Eric McCoy, Nick Easton battle stacks out. You want to see Marcus Davenport come up big. And then the last one, this is the last thing I'm going to share before we sign off on this episode, and I want to see the intensity up. I don't want to see this team slugging around. They think they're all great. No. I want to see effort. I want to see fight. That's what I want to see from these guys. Don't make the Nola no call define this team. Just like they did last year with the Vikings. It should be the same thing. And that's why I want to see the intensity up, the fire up, the passion up. And I want to see this team come up, come big, and really start out the season good. Because the road to Miami and the Super Bowl starts tonight. And I can't wait for that and and really i just want to see my saints suited up in this game and as, as i hope all you guys do so with all that said i think it's time to wrap up this podcast if you enjoyed this episode and the podcast as a whole you can follow us on twitter at the who dis on instagram at who discussion and then also you could subscribe to our youtube channel itunes channel spotify channel tune in channel and more really anywhere you listen to your podcast we are on that site also we're going to start uploading our podcast back onto youtube as well so you'll be able to see this episode and all of our other content on youtube now as well i know we slacked a little bit but now we'll be back up there so really i just can't wait for this game and i think overall it should be a fun one and just to see our saints out there is going to be really good stuff I do think that the Saints will win this. Maybe it'll be a little more sloppy, but I think that's a big thing. Keep the penalties down. I didn't really say that, but if the Saints can keep the penalties down, play some good football, they're going to win this game, and I just really believe that they're going to win here. It doesn't really matter, but look, to get that momentum up, to get the morale up after a win is going to be better than a loss. So overall, really, really good stuff. So with all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?